0: I'm here with Tyler Lance. Howdy, howdy. What's up, man? Doing well, doing well. We've been hanging out for like an hour now.
1: It's it's, it's been it's been pretty good, yeah.
0: Oh <laughs> yeah, uh, it's good to see you, man. Oh,
1: great to see you, man. Uh, it's been a while, yeah.
0: Yeah, the first thing I wanted to talk to you about, like I said, is how we met.
1: Oh, go ahead. Yeah, shoot. I just
0: wondered if you if you remembered.
1: No, I mean it's probably a reason why I don't remember, and it's probably related to how we met, but. <laughs> but Oh, uh, know, I, I know i know was through music i know definitely through my band uh yeah. they used to be in uh oh yeah but don't recall exactly
0: uh the baby lottery yes
1: yeah i love the old, it, the old death metal band
0: uh do you still have like any your your tracks like your, yeah your oh album? yeah they're
1: they're all on itunes it's are still, they yeah, yeah yeah they're they're i don't uh, use itunes just spotify oh yeah oh i, may, I mean, they might be on spotify i don't oh, know man. but i'm a i'm an apple music guy i use that program so but yeah they're, uh, they're definitely all in there
0: that's dope yeah no um we met in Flagstaff at one of your shows in like I'm going to say 2009.
1: Yeah, probably it, yeah.
0: Uh fucking eight. What was that? 9 years ago? Yeah. So yeah, I was 17 for sure. How old are you?
1: Uh I I I would have been 19 at the time. I'm 28 about to be 29. 28. Yeah. Okay.
0: Yeah, we met at a Flagstaff show. It was snowing. We went up from uh havasu that weekend. Me, Alec and Tyler. And I can't remember who you guys were playing with that show. I think it was Arsonists. Was it Arsonists? I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Oh, that's where we saw Johnny, man, at At the the Arsonist show. I can't believe they're back. I thought
1: they stopped. And then I saw Alec posted like a new song the other day. Yeah, why the fuck weren't you there? (laughs) I didn't know it existed. Man, it was
0: was so dope. Um, uh, Yeah, so we went up just to see them. And then you guys are like one of the openers. And then uh, we started talking to you guys like after we played and then we all went out and smoked like a blunt outside.
1: (laughs) That sounds like 19 year old me for sure. Yeah. So let's go guys.
0: (laughs) And uh, yeah, I think in my car.
1: I could see that. I, I yeah, can't that, remember. It's coming back if to me. We were in the I parking
0: lot, but I think we all jumped in my car and blazed. I see why my memory out. of that is is hazy. <laughs> um, or it was by your guys' old van. One of the two. Oh, the
1: Dank Van. Yeah. Yeah. The, the, the yellow bus.
0: <laughs> oh man, that was cool, man. It was. It do you was miss a, being in a band?
1: Uh, I mean, yeah. I, I still I play for my buddy's band right now. I mean, we just do sh- local shows and stuff like that. I've, oh, I've, you do? Yeah, I, I, I did one last night. It was at like a punk bar in Tempe. It was pretty fun. Oh, that's um, sick. So I, I play with them. You know, we, we probably don't, we don't do a ton of shows, but maybe like one or two a month. And uh, they're just like a kind of, I don't know, it's like a mix of like uh, pop-ish punk, not like New Found Glory, but like just more really? lighthearted punk and hardcore kind of stuff. Um, you so guys have
0: anything recorded to listen to yeah
1: they're, they're on youtube they're not on apple music or anything like that they're called no one wins no one wins yeah Okay. Um, the the two, two of the members um i gotta start writing shit down oh yeah <laughs> two of the members i went to elementary school with and then the singer here um he went to elementary school with me but he's three years older than me so or, or not three years uh, five or six so he went to school with my sister the whole time so i've kind of been in in loop with them for forever and uh, their bass player was another friend of mine who left because uh, he has he has a different career now, and and they just needed a player. And uh, yeah I'm definitely there for him. So that's sick. Yeah. It's fun. Uh, I like I like doing it. Definitely. That's pretty um, dope. Yeah.
0: It's like one of those old passions you just never got rid of. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's what I I, I definitely want to get back into because before I changed my major in school, I was a music major for a while. So I was playing oh, really? in like j- like jazz combos and stuff like that. Oh, that's sick. And I miss that a lot. Like because that, that you have more freedom. Like with this, this is like we have our 10 songs or whatever and we, we play yeah. those and they're fun. I'm not I'm not saying that at all. But with jazz, you have more freedom to express. Right. So, so I, I very much miss that.
0: Yeah. And what do, you, what do you play for it? Do you just play bass?
1: Uh, I play bass, uh, but, I mean, I originally started playing guitar. I just played bass out of necessity for, like, the baby lottery because they, they were my friends. They already had, uh, you know, both guitar players and a drummer. It's just like, well, we'll play bass, I guess. That's so, so I started filling in on that. And then I, I found, again, I just enjoyed it a lot better, more creative freedom sitting back in the pocket and just being able to do that with the rhythm section. So definitely, like, focusing on that instead. That's dope.
0: Fucking, I can't play any fucking instruments like at all. (laughs) Why
1: not? It's just not your brain isn't wired for it. I feel like I'm not
0: musical. Like I feel like I've tried before, but I don't know. Maybe I maybe I should try again one day.
1: Maybe your creative expression is more verbal. That's why you gravitated towards film and screenwriting. You know, visual, verbal instead of you know musical like that. That's fair. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I feel like I'd have to have someone like be patient with me and like fucking sit there and like baby steps with me, you know, yeah. through like basic shit, mm-hmm. you know. Like I don't think I, I would learn like so many of my friends self-taught themselves like guitar and shit. That's it. that ain't me. Get a,
1: get a cheap keyboard or something just, like that. I just
0: I can't like self-teach myself to play guitar. I don't know if I don't have the patience yeah. like cuz I'm just like i give suck. up after I'm 5 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe that's my problem. Maybe I need to try yeah. and like do harder things. Put a little more effort into it. God damn it, I suck. <laughs> this fucking started out weird. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. No, that's sick, dude. I didn't know you're still playing though. Yeah,
1: yeah. I, I mean, yeah. I still, I still practice with them, and I still play shows every now and then. You'll have it's to let me know fun.
0: so I can come check that out. Oh yeah,
1: I'll, I'll let you know for sure. I mean, I, I would guess we have one next month here. I don't know. I don't know the, the schedule yet here. That's, really? that's usually handled by the singer, but that's sick. Yeah.
0: Fucking a jazz, you like playing jazz? Yeah, I love it. I don't know any jazz. It, how how different is like bass in playing jazz? Uh,
1: I mean, so like with with jazz, I mean, it really, it really, I mean, like what I would play is in a combo, you know. So there's four, five, six people depending on, you know, the the group, you know. So a pianist, a guitar player, a bass player, two horns, you know, like a sax and a trumpet or something, and then a drummer, right? So you have you know, your chord chart, which is, you know, 16 to 48 bars of music, right? And you just kind of repeat that consistently, right? You go through that chord chart, but you can change up like um, the style of how you're playing it. You can slow down particular sections and stuff like that, but you're really just looping through that same thing. So it's just like, you're the guitar player and you'll go through for the first solo here. So you'll play that whole full chord, chord chart, you know, through that the until the end. And then it's, okay, I'll go solo second. You know what I mean? So it's like main, mainly... You want to complement on bass, really, just what the rhythm section, or I mean, you're the rhythm section, so you want to complement what the leads are doing, you know, the the horns, the the guitar player, the, the sexy instruments, you know what I mean? Because you're yeah. just sitting in the back. So you'll get the solo at the tail end of the song to kind of like, you know, <laughs> slow everything down and kind of kill it and, and bring it back to the head. That's kind of sick. Um, I
0: kind of remember that about jazz songs. Like, do you you do solos like where yeah. it gets all quiet and mm-hmm. it's just like the bass and it's like doom, 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 doom. that's sick. yeah
1: that's yeah traditionally it's like that's like okay well we'll stick you at the end buddy here let's let's let the the saxophone the instrument everyone cares about go first
0: that's sick though i feel like a lot of people enjoy the bass because it's like it's like low and like steady yeah. and
1: but you're but you're the compliment you you and the drums are the rhythm section so so you get kind of yeah, you know, the like shorter the, 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 the sick sexy
0: sick. front man of the job <laughs> yeah yeah like, and, yeah, and,
1: and like, that's like that for any band yeah you know, so. <laughs> But you're a married guy. You're fine. With yeah, that. yeah, yeah. She 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 seemed to like it. So <laughs> that's so funny. Yeah. How long have you been with uh, your wife? Uh, the, since ba- the baby lottery days, man. Um, I knew her. We met um when we were thirteen or fourteen. Damn. On the on the bus because we were we were pep kids. Um, that's awesome. Like the the gifted program kids, and we were going from our respective elementary schools to our high school to do like the math placement exam and we met there and then we were in high school together we were friends the whole time damn. and then little after high school we started dating and we've been together ever since so uh, 10 10 and 11 years now at this point and we've been married our second anniversary is next month so damn yeah we got we got married in march 2016 that's pretty it legit. Was, was sweet yeah it took no i mean uh i i think not knowing your spouse, and we were kind of ta- oh, We were kind of riffing on this earlier, not knowing who you're dating or marry, or uh, not knowing who you're going to marry here for a long while is kind of not great to me. I think jump- a lot of people jump into things a lot quicker, you know, and the fact that we were friends for so long, we really understood each other and yeah. and kind of what makes us tick. So I think that makes a productive marriage, I would yeah. say.
0: I feel like after, what, well, you were together, what, 10 years yeah. before you got married?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel like you... He- you
0: secured that spot with yeah. each other. Yeah.
1: And a lot of people are weird about that too. Like what took so long? It's like, well, we were friends. I was in school, you know, so I, had I don't a feel
0: like it took long. It's like yeah. you were, you were mm-hmm. kids. Yeah. It's and like,
1: and, I, and I, I, we needed to make sure that, that it was the right move here. And, and um, I, I was, I was planning on proposing to her after I, I graduated, which was May 2015. So it's just like, okay, I'm, I'm working part time. I'm not making that much money. I want to make sure that we have a nice wedding. I want to make sure yeah. she gets a nice ring, all that stuff. And she's not very materialistic, so I knew she wouldn't have <laughs> really cared about that. But I wanted to make sure it was done right. I understand. And then on our trip to, you know, to kind of celebrate, you know, me graduating, she took me to San Diego and we went to the safari park because she knows I love zoos. and. That's so uh, cool. And then she proposed to me on the beach. So it's just like very... uh not the gender role you would expect here. And that doesn't, I think a lot of people think that would offend me in some fashion, but it doesn't like, it's not, Yeah. I don't think that's very odd or, or weird at all. And it was, it was one of the best moments of my life. So
0: that's awesome. Yeah. That's so cool.
1: Yeah. So I, I was planning on I'm like, okay, now it's, now it's the time. And then, and then she was really nervous when we went out to the beach that day. I'm like, what's going on? Like, Oh, I kind of think, I kind of figured what was kind of, it was coming, you know, maybe, or, or maybe she was just being nervous for no reason. And then, uh, I came back and she had, you know, two, uh, wedding bands and, and, uh, you know, popped the question. <laughs> That's cool. She brought two though. Yeah. 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 So she wore one too. Yeah. 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 It's the same, the same one I have now. Uh, she, she thought I was more of a man than I am and bought like a, uh, like she's, she, I think she Googled online, like what, what's an average men's size ring. And she got, she got me a 10 and it's, it's like, I have little lady fingers. So it's like, I, I would wear no, normally a seven. So I still have like a ring stopper. <laughs> That's awesome so it's just like you gotta get that uh, resized one day no well it's engraved with the date that she proposed so i don't really want to do that yeah i think i think what we're going to do we've talked about it for a while it's like i was just going to make like into a necklace and just wear that and then have a a second wedding band yeah that'd be cool that's a good idea yeah just because i i I mean this i I cherish this this is like a big deal i guess oh yeah you want to keep the first one yeah i'm not don't get rid of it yeah
0: that makes sense. So yeah, if it's engraved, you don't want to fuck that up on the inside.
1: Yeah, I've had, yeah, I've had panic moments of of losing it here just because it, you know, it'll slip off here. So I have to go to Walmart every, you know, two months and buy these little ring stoppers.
0: Oh my god, that's so that's awesome though. I don't think I've ever seen a ring stopper. I guess being a dude, mm-hmm. I don't see a lot of rings. Yeah, I yeah. don't exactly wear one, mm-hmm. but maybe someday, you know. <laughs> oh, that that'll for sure happen. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> probably sooner rather than later nice if, if the lady
1: downstairs has her way you know yeah what i mean <laughs> yeah hopefully she doesn't listen to this episode then
0: oh i don't know i don't <laughs> know if she's listening to any of them actually
1: uh, except the one Come she's on, on babe
0: yeah she yeah that was fun that was a fun one we did that uh we got home from seeing black panther mm-hmm. and then we were kind of just like fucking jazzed from seeing it and then we just sat down for an hour and linkeded the first podcast. She's like, "I'll totally do one tonight." She's all like, "Yeah, she's energized mood. from the movie." Yeah, yeah.
1: I, I like that film. I, I mean, I, we were talking about that earlier. I, I just had some gripes with it. It was just kind of, again, it's just a, it's just a Marvel movie, guys. Like, oh, let's, let's a calm a down. Movie. It's not a it's not a social movement. It Maybe it's a the, very good Marvel movie. Yeah, it, it's it's it's. I I think Doctor Strange was better. Winter Soldier was better. But there's a lot of trash Marvel movies <laughs> like Avengers 2 was real bad as the worst villain in the series. This had the best villain, I think, in the series. His, his character motivation actually, for the most part, made sense to me. Yeah, It wasn't uh, just generic robot. I want to kill everybody here. He had a reason for what he wanted to do here and, and yeah. had a reason for his retribution here, which actually I loved.
0: Yeah, but it's like... It, uh, the. The whole Avengers movies are getting so uh, tedious. <laughs> yeah, I feel like it's just it's very uh, it's so I don't fucking know what the word is. It's the same thing over and over again. Um, it's just like I'm, I'm waiting for like that new like turning point, like mm-hmm. either like they go a different direction. Uh, hopefully in these new movies, they kill a bunch of people off. Um, like there's gotta be some kind of like tone change. Like, cause I was telling my girlfriend, like my biggest issue with these fucking superhero movies is I want them to be more like comics. Mm-hmm. And I was saying that downstairs and I feel like in my opinion, the closest thing to the best adaptation, and I've never read any of the comics, so maybe <laughs> I'm off is Ant-Man so far.
1: Yeah. That w-
0: and I feel like that is the most fun mm-hmm. comic movie I've seen. And I loved the first one. And the second one looks, looks so fun. good with uh, Wasp.
1: Yeah, because it's purely, se- I mean, it's just, a, for the most part, purely self-contained with these characters. Yeah. And they have their one villain who's related to them here instead of this overarching uh, global threat here that, you mm-hmm. know, that, that that does get boring after and a it's while. it's silly. Yeah.
0: It's like, it's super, like, they were robbers. Yeah. <laughs> Like they were criminals. Nothing Like more. They turned yeah. a criminal into a superhero, and no one cared. Mm-hmm. Like
1: everyone's like, "Oh yeah, it's Paul Rudd." Cool. Yeah, I like Spider-Man: Homecoming. That was really good too. I thought I thought that was fun. Yeah,
0: I really, I really, that I was, really that that was the uh, shouldn't talk. Uh, that was the best um, Spider-Man movie in my mm-hmm. opinion so far.
1: It was a lot more grounded. Um, there was it wasn't as absurd as the Sam Raimi ones were. Dude, there was no emo Spider-Man. The emo Spider Man is such an issue for me. Yeah,
0: it's so funny though because it reminds me of like me and all my friends in high school.
1: Yeah, that was like, me. So many of us just dyed had black the, hair. Yep. Yeah.
0: Oh yeah, I had dyed black hair for sure.
1: Hawthorne Heights. That's oh yeah, <laughs> always flicking it out of
0: your face. Yeah. That was me constantly. I feel like I had a twitch. Yeah. Maybe that's pr- probably why I have neck problems today. Because it's oh, like yeah. I was like, oh, that was for oh, me <laughs> <laughs> doing the, the
1: head banging all the time here. I wake up and I have to like literally adjust my neck here from just. Constant this for five years in my so awesome. life.
0: <laughs> do you um, do you listen to podcasts often? Yeah,
1: a ton. Yeah, I listen. I listen to quite a bit. Um,
0: um Joe Rogan has talked Rogan. about the that neck thing that he uses to strengthen his neck. Stem cells. <laughs> oh yeah, that's badass. Stem cells. Did you listen to the Mel Gibson episode? Yeah, yeah.
1: I I kind of think that guy is a little quacky, but because because Joe. Went to not that guy, you know, Mm -hmm. and that guy like he had this anecdote about this like Cuban or Puerto Rican pilot or something like that, where like he was like totally paralyzed from the the waist down, and like he had this miraculous recovery. And Joe Joe is uh, I what I love about Joe is that when someone call him on their shit, he'll calls him on their bullshit, and like okay, well how okay, come on, tell me where you know where can I find this? And the guy was like, well, it's all over the news. And Joe's like, where in the news? He's like, well, it's in my book. It's like (laughs) as soon as you refer. To the thing you're trying to sell, I don't buy it, right? So I, I think I oh, think, I agree with you there. But what, what was the neck thing for Joe? I, I I haven't I didn't hear that.
0: Oh, um, I do think the stem cell thing is fascinating, regardless of the guy's bullshit yeah. or not. Mm-hmm. I think we need to fucking stop deregulating that shit mm-hmm. and fucking explore that because I want to inject myself with some stem cells yeah. when I'm 80 and fucking live to be 100.
1: And if, and if he's right, it wasn't all just fetal, so you can you can take the Oh yeah, you can take the the abortion equation out of it, right? Because they they were, I think what he was saying is they were taking them from a, adults. They were just extracting them here that that and then being able to utilize those, or maybe not adults, but like developing. Well, he you know, said pla-
0: placenta, right?
1: Well, that that would be the fetal ones, but he he was talking about ones that have nothing to do with um, fetuses at all, right? Oh, right? So they were they were taking them from. was not it like?
0: bone marrow. I think so. Yeah, they yeah, were taking them from marrow. live
1: humans, you know, that, you know, so you don't have that controversial equation to it, but yeah, I th- I think we need to to put some money into that for sure. Yeah. Oh
0: my god, stem cells are so cool.
1: <laughs> I think they're so
0: fucking cool. Yeah. Uh but no, but that neck thing is uh it's like this rope-looking thing. And uh maybe when you're here for the next podcast, I'll have my fucking TV set up. It's right there. <laughs> Uh, so we can actually watch the show. Oh, nice! But yeah. it's like um, get Jamie on it, <laughs> uh, right, dude? One day, maybe. Fucking, uh, there's this like thing. It's like ropes, and it's like this thing that goes around his head, <laughs> and then it like creates like tension, and it's like they like do these like neck exercises with it, I can and see that. it's like yeah. strengthening um, without like hurting your neck or whatever. And it's for like people with neck injuries that like need to like rotate their oh, neck. Oh yeah. And like have that extra, well, I can't fucking explain it. Mm-hmm. I don't fucking know. Yeah,
1: neither of us studied medicine, but yeah, that sounds like. A but ma- it's badass looking. Ah, huh, that sounds like a medieval uh, torture device. Yeah, <laughs> he said he has one at home
0: it. and at his gym or whatever. Oh, and that he does it like
1: every day, post workout or pre. Oh, I don't know. Oh, okay but I have to check that out then.
0: It's, yeah. It's like a pretty, I don't know if you can like buy one for cheap or whatever, <laughs> probably, but it's even if it's like a hundred bucks or something, get up in your yeah. fucking,
1: I do that before when I wake up, I have, I have the stiffest neck from head banging for 10 years of my life. That's so badass. Too much metal. I know. I feel
0: like my ears are fucked from going to so many shows and listening to loud music yeah. In vehicles.
1: I have weird tinnitus, uh, effects from that from just uh, like, uh, you, you, do you ever get that where, where you're, um, my I'll have like one of my ears will just go completely deaf and then just kind of fade back into to full audio. Here. Like it's, it's like bizarre. you kind of
0: uh like you get a ringing kind of mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. it just goes out. Yeah, that happens to me.
1: That that um Pete Townsend from the Who has that permanently in one of his ears. Shut from when up. they were on um
0: like a constant wow. ringing.
1: Yeah, they were on like Ed Sullivan if, if I if I remember incorrectly. But they were they were on an old TV show and and then Keith Moon the drummer had like a whole gimmick where he his like kick drum would explode. And Pete Townsend was standing like right in front of it here when it exploded, so he had tinnitus for the whole rest of his life in one no of his ears. Way. Uh yeah. And, and then a lot of musicians get that here because we're all dumb and we don't put earbuds in here. And I still don't do that when I play. Shows. Dude, <laughs> so.
0: oh my god! Like stories like that, like I feel like it, like it hurts me. You know what I mean? Like I'm mm-hmm. one of those people that goes, "Ow!" <laughs> yeah, too <laughs>
1: empathetic. To yeah, that.
0: yeah. I'm like, it's gotta hurt. Mm-hmm. I just can't imagine that permanently. No. It drives me nuts for 10 minutes Mm -hmm. if it
1: happens. Mine's usually 50 seconds and then I'm back to normal hearing, but it's just like, and then you hear it Mm -hmm. go away. Like, it's very odd. I know what you mean. But my doctor said it's normal here, especially if if you're playing rock music and listening to headphones at loud volumes here my whole life, which I've definitely done since I was 12. Yeah, like
0: earbuds are horrible, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Oh my God. I know. I still listen to earbuds all the time. Everyone's always like, you know, you should get over that. Ear headphones, but like, I don't want to sit at work with over the ear headphones yeah, like yeah. a
1: fucking nerd. A lot more discreet, yeah.
0: Yeah, like, it's like, no, I like my fucking earbuds. And I like cranking them up. You still. don't like
1: your AirPods? I don't, I don't,
0: <laughs> I, uh, I had to give you that. I do, I will say this, I hate iPhones. Yeah. I really enjoy Apple computers. Yeah. And I owned one for a long time. I've owned several, actually. What's, um, the, what's
1: the gripe with the iPhone?
0: Oh, I think they're garbage. <laughs> I don't think they're garbage. They're fucking ne- hardware they outdated, just, and it's horrible. And they're selling people shit that Samsung sold two years ago. But it's better. No, it's not. <laughs> my camera right now on my Samsung is the camera that will come out in the iPhone 12. I'm sure. Yeah, yeah.
1: I, I do like the cameras on the Android devices for sure. And I can't argue that.
0: It's just I I just I can't get behind the the overpriced Samsung or the overpriced the iPhone 10. I mean. Yeah, it's thousand dollars. It's not that bad. Are you kidding me? A thousand dollars, dude? No, not gonna happen. It's not that bad. <laughs> um before I forget, I am fucking stoned and I forget all the time. uh, I did want to give a shout out to uh Tras Snow uh for making my intro. uh He's been a friend of mine for a while in Flagstaff. uh thank you again, man. Really appreciate it. Um, go check him out on SoundCloud. His, uh, SoundCloud's linked on all my posts on my website. Um, and just all my posts in general. Uh, so check him out. Uh, thank you again, dude. And, uh, Nick Kraft for my logo and help with my website. I appreciate it. And I did want to thank you, man. Uh, Tyler, while you're here, you were like the first person to, like, hit me up and give me feedback on my podcast. Yep. So thank you very
1: much. Of course. I mean, I listen to a lot. I mean, a, a lot of different podcasts of different uh, just genres in general here. I, 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 uh, a lot of music podcasts. I, I, I'm a loser who still likes professional wrestling, so I listen to wrestling podcasts. That's awesome. I listen to political podcasts here. Of, of, of Really, I try to listen to all sides of the aisle. Um, I know people hate him, but I, I listen to a lot of Ben Shapiro, who I don't really align with on a lot of stuff. But I do feel like he's um, very direct and and educational. And even if I disagree with him, at least I'm learning something, you know, and I'm learning what the subject matter is so I can research it myself. Right. Yeah. Uh, and then JRE, I mean that's just fu- a fun one.
0: Oh my god, yeah, yeah.
1: I, I, them and and your mom's house, Tom, Tom Segura and Christina P. They, I always listen to your mom's house every yeah, week when it comes out. I love it. Yeah, they're they're my favorite. It's so
0: stupid. <laughs> like it, it's stupid raunchy humor, and yeah. I love it. He's
1: my he's my favorite comedian right now for sure. Like it, it, as far well, I mean, you watch I his guess, new Netflix special. Yeah, I, well, I, I, him and Dave Chappelle are my two favorite like active comedians. But I,
0: oh man, Chappelle's new specials are great, great. too.
1: Yeah, I, I saw Tom in December. You did so, when he was here. Yeah, dude, I so wanted like, to
0: go so bad. So at like 10 p. live.
1: Yeah, all, all, it was a stand-up live. Yeah, and oh, stand-up so live. All of his material was Downtown. the the new special, right? So it's just like when I saw the new special, I'm like, well, okay, this is still funny. There there was some stuff he did personally for the crowd that was that was different, you know. And then the, there was some stuff in the special he didn't do at that show. Yeah, but it was mostly the same. But but it, obviously, if you like the special, his live show is great. So it's like the third time I've seen him here, and, and every time he's never disappointed.
0: Yeah, we went and saw Rogan. Oh, nice. When he was here at it, Comerica. It was, oh, wow. In yeah. October mm-hmm. or November. It was so fucking funny. But I feel like that'll be his new special,
1: too. Did he have an opener?
0: Uh, he did. Who was uh, it? Tony Hinchcliffe.
1: Oh, yeah, 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 Tony, yeah. Tony loves wrestling. That's my guy. He's, yeah. he's always on the JRE talk, um, trying to tell Joe, like, uh, come on, you have to watch it. And you can see Joe, like, just being stubborn, like, no. Yeah. I, I like real serious fighting. And he's like, like, you're
0: going to... He was on, and he's yeah. like, you're going to watch Ronda, though. Yeah, but
1: When Ronda's on, you're going to watch You saw Ronda. Joe, like, just cringe a little bit. He's like, probably. oh, yeah,
0: he was like, you yeah, fucking... He'll at least watch the highlights on YouTube. Yeah,
1: which I hate. I, I hate that so much as, as a goofy wrestling fan. That, that makes me so mad that she's a part of it.
0: I love that you're a goofy rough wrestling fan still. <laughs> like, that's yeah. fantastic.
1: Yeah, I get a lot of crap for it. But it's like, with Ronda, it's just like, to me... They think that she's going to bring a lot of eyes to it, which I don't think is the case. Because I like MMA too. And I know a lot of diehard people who just love MMA and that's it, right? Yeah. And I talk to them and they just laugh that Ron is doing it. So, oh, she's going to that fake fighting bullshit. Dude, like, I...
0: Yeah. I I have a lot of opinions about that. I don't... Go on. I don't... uh, I don't blame her mm-hmm. for making the move. Yeah. I think... Money not getting punched in the face for a living is yeah. is wonderful. Mm-hmm. I do think though that people need to recognize that she her career went in the toilet mm-hmm. when she got knocked, knocked out, out, out twice. Yeah, the first knockout was horrible mm-hmm. and it didn't ruin her career. She got a title shot again, she's still in the UFC, she, embarrassed. she was still all in the news. But she fucking cut herself off from, like, the world Mm -hmm. and, like, stopped doing social media and shit, stopped doing interviews.
1: And that really hurt her career because she stopped being in the spotlight. I kind of think that's going to happen to Connor too. Oh,
0: that's going to happen if he doesn't come back. People
1: are pissed. Yeah. He won't defend the belt.
0: He still says super controversial stuff. Like, did you see what he said about uh, UFC 223? Mm -mm. Like, the headliner pulled out, I think, Eddie Alvarez. Mm -hmm. I could be getting all this wrong. But it's for sure the headliner at 223 uh, to fight Tony Ferguson, mm-hmm. and um, he said he stepped up and he offered a fight. And Connor they, did, and they didn't want to pay him what he wanted. Mm.
1: That's that's not that's not a good way to ingratiate yourself with. So <laughs> so then yeah.
0: like his manager and stuff is trying to deny it. And he's like, no, that never happened. Like trying to save face. I doubt. Yeah. But oh, but Ronda. Um, mm-hmm. She got knocked out that second fucking time, and people don't understand, like, she had a movie deal to do a remake of Roadhouse. She had another movie deal, I think, um, to do, like, this new action movie also that was, like, this woman's thing. She was in the talks to be, like, Captain Marvel at the time.
1: Oh, wow. Yeah. went to Brie Larson, right? Yeah. Yeah.
0: And uh, all of that went in the trash when she got knocked out and, and basically just... Stopped talking to people. Yeah. Like she disappeared for six months or a year again. And then her movie deal got thrown away. Um, uh, Whatever that other thing she did, the TV special she signed up for to like do like a documentary or whatever about her mm-hmm. didn't happen. And it all just it all just went away. And like so I imagine she went from having all these dollars promised to her in Top life of the world. Yeah. And then she just had nothing. And I imagine, like, I mean, I don't know how she spends her money, but she had to burn through some cash fast, right?
1: Like, yeah, you you think it's never going to end. The ride is never going to end. So, yeah. it, so you're blowing money.
0: <laughs> so I have a feeling she was like, well, I don't want to get punched in the head again. But professional wrestling is what I have basically watched my whole life. Yeah. So. Rowdy, rousy. Why not take like, the fattest contract in the world? From yeah. Yeah. Th- from WWE. a desperate company. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
1: They think it's gonna bring a bunch of eyes to it. It's just like it no, won't. it won't. The, the MMA fans aren't gonna come. Everybody who's already watching wrestling is watching wrestling. There's there's this myth of casual fans that like you know used to watch when we were kids and they watched WCW and WWE. It's like they're not gonna come back to it if they don't already watch it. It's not cool to them. Yeah. They they have MMA. That's that's their thing now. And and
0: I used to watch it. That was yeah. my jam, yeah. dude. Sting. Uh, I dressed up as Sting. For Halloween as a kid?
1: He came back two years ago. Dude, that was like... uh, He died? No, no, no. He didn't really die. I was like, what? (laughs) He he wrestled like a guy our age, and uh, he got thrown into the turnbuckle and like like he can't wrestle again because his neck is just jacked
0: oh that makes
1: sense yeah but sting sting was the guy i could see that, that you're would, a wcw he, guy
0: oh he was yeah dude the wolf and shit yeah that was my jam back in the day
1: yeah i was always wwe like uh, just i i mean i get there's there's a lot of guys in wcw that i like but even as a kid i was a, i was a big mark for the wwf yeah dude
0: uh well yeah i always i mm-hmm. watched both of them yeah. of
1: course it was you know monday night raw and Smackdown. That was the MMA of of our childhood, I think. Now now MMA is the cool thing to watch. I I grew up with,
0: I have two brothers Mm -hmm. and they're both older than me. So I mean wrestling was, that was life as a kid.
1: Like it was like
0: hell yeah, Monday Night Raw's on man. Yeah,
1: I got introduced (laughs) to it by my older sister. The Royal Rumble. Yeah. And now they both love MMA. That's like they they both love MMA. Oh yeah. They (laughs) transitioned to that too. That's like everybody else
0: my favorite uh, part of MMA is the uh, the women's division
1: yeah yeah I, I I like their women's division I I'm, I'm more so like it, very like smaller people and then the heavyweights like I don't really like the middleweight welterweight division there, there's some guys in there that, that I enjoy but I find their fights to be a lot more or a lot less entertaining it's, yeah. a, it's a lot of <laughs> a lot of grappling a lot a lot of uh, mat work with not a There's lot of a lot movement of
0: wrestlers now
1: mm-hmm. which which is fine i like dc yeah that's Joe my Rogan guy
0: always talks about that it's like everyone has a black belt now mm-hmm. it's like if you don't have a black belt in jujitsu like get the fuck get out. out of there yeah but it's like i just like watching the chicks because all of them seem so uh so hungry hungry yeah. to win mm-hmm. And they're so vicious, like it's it's so brutal. Just mm-hmm. watching these two 105 pound girls just destroying each other in the octagon. Joanna is my girl, I and love, then they're super her. friendly afterwards. <laughs> you know, they're still like girls afterwards, I'm like, hi. Hey. That's something
1: I'll never understand. in MMA, and but that's both sides of the aisle. Like right after the fight here, after they're yeah. destroying each other, just oh, good job,
0: man. Yeah, right. except Tom oh. Brady, he's a big baby. You see, you wouldn't shake Nick Foles' hand. No, I didn't see lost. that.
1: Oh, that's I, I was too busy. Just celebrating and throwing shit around oh, my house yeah. after that. Are you my, a,
0: who's your team?
1: Uh, I like the Steelers. My wife, my wife <sighs> is an Eagles fan. Yeah, I know that hurts you. T- thousand nine hurts you a little bit, I'm sure. Um, Fuck
0: yeah, dude. You can. <laughs> we're gonna wrap this up, everybody.
1: <laughs> it's time to go. He's kicking <laughs> me out. Uh, yeah, but my wife is an Eagles fan. So so we were at a party with a bunch of Eagles fans, and uh, they were like, "Let's take a shot every time." You know, we have that. And then, and then everybody just got way too drunk. So so at the end of the, the night, I was just like stomping around like, yes! Yeah! So I was I was the only one that was pretty sober still, you know. Oh my but God. I was very excited that the Patriots lost. Because it, it came down to literally the final play. It could have went to overtime if Gronk caught, caught that ball. So I would have yeah. cried a little bit.
0: Oh, my God, dude. It was insane. Watching it was insane. We all watched it here. And it was just like no one believed it was happening. You know. But it did. Yeah. <laughs> oh, but there was this meme online, um, the next day of like the last four wins Tom Brady has had in mm-hmm. the Super Bowl and all the quarterbacks shake his hand.
1: Oh, and then he he refused to shake foals. I didn't see yeah. that.
0: And then it's like he, he just left the field immediately.
1: Oh, what a cry baby. Yeah. It's yeah. like bitch. Yeah. That's yeah. A,
0: yeah. I mean I hey, can you push that cord up into your mic? Oh. It's yeah. like hanging out a little bit. Well, is it? I don't know why. It just seems tight. Okay, that's good. Oh, wait. yeah, I went in farther. Oh, good, good, that's good. That's so weird. I don't want it to be all fucked up. Probably just jacked up some ears.
1: Yeah, I hate Brady, and I, I hate that traitor James Harrison, <laughs> dude. <laughs> I, what a jerk. I mean, I mean, he he gave us a long tenured career, and then just I I feel like he kind of got that. I mean, he he'll, he'll kill me for saying this. If it, obviously he's not going to hear me, but. I feel like he got kind of got that crybaby system and the, and the and the team kind of called him out for it. It's just like, you're getting older, you're you're getting less reps with the team, you know, it's time for you to mentor these young yeah. guys and you refuse to do it and then you try to go for the glory of just, you know, quitting the team and you abandoned us, went to the Pats. Yeah. So, if he won that Super Bowl after that, because Le- Garrett Blunt did the same thing a couple of years ago and uh, that pissed me off royally. It's like Le'Veon Bell went out. Is
0: Blunt... Was blunt. On he's the, he's on the Eagles now,
1: but he so he just won, yeah. But he was on the Pats, so so but a couple he just years, won another Super Bowl yeah. with the Eagles. Mm-hmm. So a couple years ago, it was like Bell is the guy, right? It'll clearly Le'Veon Bell is the guy, yeah. And Blunt wasn't getting yeah. as many reps as he wanted, so he he kind of threw a, a bitch fit and quit, you know, on the team. Like he walked out in the middle of a game, so they fired him. They they just let him go, and then like two days later, the pa- the Patriots claimed him. Uh, and then they won the Super Bowl that year, yeah. Um, which was it might have been that might have been last year, but or maybe it was two years ago. But um, yeah, it must have been last year because they they won that that game. Um, but yeah, that broke my heart a little bit. I hate that guy, dude.
0: I just want to win a Super Bowl, me personally. Uh, you almost did. No, the Cardinals, I really want the Cardinals to win. Yeah, so bad.
1: As a as a kid, it was just like Arizona sports has been so bad and it, it's yeah. painful. Like I know there's other cities like, but we, we, the only world champion that we have is the diamondbacks. And then I guess the Arizona rattlers, if you consider arena football world yeah. champion, but oh, the, I guess the mercury of one, but the that's diamondbacks something. did it like exceptionally fast mm-hmm. three years into their, yeah. Right. It's, they came to uh, 98 and then 2001, they beat the Yankees. I
0: think, I think that
1: sounds right. Yeah. So, I mean, and then ever since then it has, has been not so great.
0: Yeah. I'm such a Diamondbacks fan though. Mm-hmm. I'm so excited.
1: They're playing the Indians today, are they? Yeah, I was going to go but um it just fell, fell my friend he was, in, he was a Cleveland fan, or the the Cleveland Native Americans, I mean I should say. I shouldn't that's I I, I think that name is very screwed okay. up. <laughs> that's that so and, funny. That and the Redskins. I, said, I think are terrible.
0: <clears throat> I just wanted to just say to clear this up from my other podcast. Yeah. I said American Indians. Mhm. <laughs> I'm usually the
1: one—not the right nomenclature, man.
0: I'm usually the one who tells people, yeah, that we called them Indians because we thought we landed in, in India, India, yeah, and we never stopped calling them Indians, and it's super fucked up it's that we call si- them. It's that. silly that we. That's I was still just part super high, world. and mm-hmm. I was just on a roll that yeah. day, and uh, I am very aware they are mm-hmm. Native American, Native. yeah, or
1: <laughs> it, the, the fact that like people are Native mad American. about Chief. Wahoo or whatever here is being removed from the uniforms is crazy. It's like that to me is like if you had like a team in South Carolina that like referred to black people and it had the like a someone in blackface on their uniform, you know what I mean? And you're just like, that's part of our tradition. It's like, well, it's kind of a fucked up part of history that it you is. should probably remove. Like yeah. I know your team's been around for a while, but it's a caricature of a race that, and i'm I'm not an overly sensitive person, but but that to me is like a dead obvious like i think we can do without that guys it's pretty messed up that and the redskins That's, that's like to me it's like having a team called like the coloreds or something like that it's like yeah. that's like, like a term you don't you can't use thing, anymore
0: to me as like a white person it, it's the type of thing to me that the people who are in that culture get to decide.
1: Yeah. yeah 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 you know what i'm saying i like, do feel like it's a lot of white people complaining and I, I am one of them right now but but if they feel like it's but that's what I mean. It is. Like yeah. you're
0: you're offended because they're offended. If they didn't yeah. care, you wouldn't care, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Like that's like that's how I feel. Yeah. It's like no, if, if like the the Native Americans Native Americans <laughs> don't want to say anything wrong here, people yeah. uh, decide that you know it is super offensive to them that you say that you shouldn't say it, and that's just that's their culture, and that's like them as a people. I will say that logic does not apply to other shit. <laughs> go on. Like um like gender
1: pronouns. Yeah, what's your pronoun? I f- I forgot to ask you at the beginning of the podcast, man. I I think I've been <laughs> referring to you as as he uh and and you've offended me a couple times. I go by Zimze Zur and I don't I don't appreciate it. Shut
0: the fuck up. It's offensive so, that I told you to shut up yeah, about that yeah. too. Yeah. I uh, to, hope you're joking.
1: No, of course. Yeah. To, <laughs> no, to, me, to me the gender pronoun issue is, is independent. I think a lot of people conflate it with trans issues and, and I don't think they're one and the same at all. Oh, um, they're
0: not the same.
1: Cuz cuz to me and, and also with with the gender pronouns is, is like I feel like you have the right to live your life the way you want to and I take, you know, a very libertarian perspective on that of like you can you can do whatever you want, you can say whatever you want, but you can't limit my thought. And what what your words I want to use. Right. And I, I think people have been trying to legislate um, like in Canada. They, they It's like a hate crime now. It's on the same level as like Holocaust denial. If you call somebody by the wrong uh, gender pronoun of their of what they accept. And Canada's I, out of control a little bit, a little bit. They approved like gene therapy for children. Oh no. That 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 to me is Like is, if you is have is a wrong.
0: transgender <laughs> parent and they think they have a transgender child, they're <laughs> allowed to start converting them at like, you know, five years old or whatever. <sighs> And p- pumping a little girl full of testosterone—probably not the best. Should be
1: illegal. Yeah, I, I agree with that. I think I think indoctrinating kids in that ideology is is bad. Like if, if they're you know a, a, of age, you know if they're coming to age, they're in puberty, and, and they start feeling those conflicting feelings, may, maybe you can start having that conversation. I Still but feel like it should just a be a young. law
0: that you you have to be an adult. Mm-hmm. Like <clears throat> you can't have that surgery until you're 18, mm-hmm. legally an adult, yep. even with parental whatever sign off you can't do it Mm -hmm. like it's just like there's it's proven now that like you don't finish developing until you're 25 yeah like that's proven your brain is not finished developing like it is totally possible a five-year-old will change their mind by the time they're 18 like it happens all the time like little boys dress up in dresses
1: I thought I was Shawn Michaels when I was five. They give it a
0: shot. Yeah. Like, like kids do different stuff. Like, Mm -hmm. especially if they have sisters or whatever, you know, like.
1: And it's okay for them to explore that. I'm not, I don't want that to come off as like. No, it's not weird. It's like, it's
0: part of being a little kid. Like, and then, you know, they become a teenager Mm -hmm. with hormones and they're like, "Uh, no, I'd actually rather sleep with a girl than dress up as one. Yep. You know, and it's just like those thoughts don't even happen until you hit puberty because Mm -hmm. you don't have those chemicals in your body. And it's mind blowing. But what I was going with with like the Indian shit is like I think Native Americans. They get to decide what we use their shit for Mm -hmm. people with all this gender shit. They don't get to just decide. Yeah, like it's such a small population of people. And if you fucking disagree with me on that fucking Google it. It's a small population of people. Very mighty. I think yeah. it's something like an estimated like six to 10% of the world population might be gay at
1: this point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that, that's what, that's what the thing I was saying is so where they like conflate it with trans rights. It's
0: 1% like, is having an issue with gender pronouns. I it, feel like
1: I feel it's less than it,
0: that. Cause it's, it's like 0.1%. Maybe. Yeah. Cause,
1: Cause it's, it's less about trans rights. Cause again, uh, I know trans folks and it's just to me, it's like you were born as a woman, and now you you've transitioned into being a man, and I can respect that. Like I'll I'll, I'll call you he, you know. You're you were Jane before, now you're James. You're oh, James yeah. to me, right? Individuals
0: going to decide. Yeah, you, sure. you're you're
1: you're you're a, you're a man now, right? You know, but but that is of biological uh, I'm trying to I'm trying to put this in a way that's not offensive, but um, that's biologically accurate to me. Like I, I get the fact that you you were born with this um, it, it, as a woman, right? Again. And you feel in your mind that you're a man, right? And you want to make that transition. That's totally okay with me. But when you tell me you're a, a wolf hybrid or something like that and you want me to use a pronoun that doesn't exist, I don't I don't follow. Like, you know, and I'd like to understand, but oh, I yeah. I don't really get it. The people that are saying they're fairies.
0: Yeah. And weird shit. Or yeah. like that guy who said he's a twelve year old girl. Or and he just started th- talking like a twelve year old girl. Yeah. And he's like a fifty year old man. It's not the same. It's not okay. You yeah. need to see a psychiatrist like at that point. Yeah. I'm That's- sorry.
1: It's not It's not the same to me. Like, again, yeah, if, if, if you want to... But I feel like those
0: people, if they transition, they get to decide their gender pronoun. Yeah. And it's, like, up to you to respect that and use it. But this fucking small population of people don't get to just change the entire culture of the world mm-hmm. and say, like, no, you're not allowed to say, thank you, sir, in public anymore mm-hmm. because that's offensive. It's like, no, you don't get to tell me that's yeah. offensive. Like, okay. you don't one of the weirdest things in our culture is we're just deciding things are offensive now. Mm-hmm. And it's like, no, you don't get to just police word choice yeah. and say something's offensive. And I was talking to Sam about that on my other podcast. Like, and I use this weird fucking analogy where like, I don't get to decide sidewalks are purple, mm-hmm. but it's like the same shit to me. It's like, you don't get to just decide something is that way. And then society has to change. We
1: have to legislate that too. That That's the thing to me. And society
0: like- changes over Tens of years, yep. hundreds of years. Like, if black people have been fighting for rights for fucking centuries. Mm-hmm. Still, they're having issues with it. Like, people need to understand. Like, get in line. Yeah. Like, you, it's not going to happen overnight. Like, it's not going to be, like, a cultural, like, shift. Like, oh, yeah, we don't say that anymore mm-hmm. because and we I, just decided yesterday. So, everyone doesn't say that we deleted it out of the yeah. with the word box. We don't, that, that word's not an option anymore. I
1: think, I think there's some obvious ones. Like, like, again, I don't want to offend anybody, but when people say tranny or something like that, or, or, or any of those words that, that we used as like insults as a kid, I, I think those are, are I, I understand why those are offensive. Cause then you're kind of denying their, their human rights right here. But, but when you tell me that You've, you've transitioned and, and we can't use he and she anymore and and you dictate my thought on that then that's then weird. then I have a problem yeah totally yeah so to me it's
0: like and Dave Chappelle talked about that in his mm-hmm. stand-up special
1: yeah 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 I thought he was so spot on about that like totally. it's like it's different to, like
0: and and people need to understand stand-up comedians make jokes mm-hmm. that's like a big thing for me and it really bothers me like people need to understand people are allowed to make a joke yeah. Like, if it bothers you, great. But they were still joking. Yeah. Like, it's, like, even in public, like, your friends and shit, like, you can't just police everyone's word choice in every fucking social interaction just because, like, you're sensitive. And that's my biggest fucking issue with, like, safe spaces and Mm -hmm. shit. Like, safe spaces to me are, like, the most mind-blowing thing because these kids want to act like the world's, like, not offensive. Yeah. And they want to say this space is safe but only from the words I don't want to hear.
1: Yeah. And how do you have a challenge? Of, how, how do you develop ideas without someone challenging yours? Right. How do right. you change people's minds without challenging their ideals? I, I don't, I don't understand that. So when you, that, that is so free speech limiting to me. And it's like, these, these are the same people who read 1984 in high school and think it's the greatest novel of all time, which, which is great. But then they want to adopt these Orwellian policies of limiting free speech and banning guns <laughs> and anything you can do to actually fight for your ideals either philosophically or physically right? yeah so I, I just don't understand it i
0: never read that book i've heard a lot about it lately. Good.
1: animal farms better
0: but <laughs> i missed a lot of those required readings yeah i was in gonna school. say that
1: those are are pretty much required readings in high school They, I didn't, jumped they out.
0: oh i see yeah, i didn't finish high school
1: oh that's why yeah yeah those those were like freshman sophomore year both both oh, books really? that we kind of had to read oh yeah. we didn't read that shit
0: See, I had like a weird high school like experience though, because I was in honors English mm-hmm. freshman year, so we didn't really follow the course there. Yeah, and then uh, sophomore year or junior year, I had like technical English where I was like trying to merge it with like information stuff, like systems. Hmm. Her husband was like one of the IT teachers. Yeah, and it was like this weird like first trial run fucking shit. It didn't go very well.
1: I like that kind of alternative teaching here. But, yeah, to oh, be part of cool. to be part of the pilot program probably isn't the best. Yeah. You're just being – you're, you're lab rats in the was, experiment. It would
0: be a cakewalk, though. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I was like, fuck it. Yeah, <laughs> you know, it was, it was be first. easy. Yeah. yeah.
1: I, I had that attitude in high school, too. Yeah. But then, yeah, I, I dropped have,
0: out uh, a couple months in a junior year. Yeah. And I got a GED. Nice. And then I just started going to community college. Mm-hmm. So,
1: yeah, I just didn't have, like, the traditional – like I graduated when I was, you know, seventeen, or you got the GED when you were seventeen, or yeah, or I dropped
0: out on my seventeenth birthday, yeah, and then I got my GED five days later, and then I was enrolled at community college a month later. Oh, nice. Yeah. So, like, when my friends graduated high school, I was like uh, a year three two semesters, in the, oh, yeah. into community college. Nice. Yeah, it didn't really help
1: in the long run because I still took five years to graduate. Yeah. Yeah. But I switched my major around here, so it took me four. Yeah. Forever. But but I mean I'm glad I did switch majors um, in the long term here because I, I was music major at first and then switched to EE. Um, so I feel like more doors are open even though I haven't taken the opportunities uh, yet. But I feel like there's a lot of places
0: down here that
1: mm-hmm. hire engineers. Yeah, that's it's very very true. Uh, it, it, most of everything is out in Tempe and Scottsdale, so I need to make that's the true. I need to make the journey here and, and apply myself, but. Um, and a
0: lot of it's just a uh, job experience, I guess, though, too. Yeah, right? that,
1: that's one thing I, I liked it and I aligned with with your third podcast, I think, is is that um, I, I don't think there is a lot of focus in education on actually how to get a job and actual job training. And I, I've talked about this with people who are finance majors and business majors and other engineers. And I feel like a lot of our schooling is theoretical yeah. as far as as opposed to practical. So when you graduate you you have all this theoretical knowledge and and i think all that does is prove that you can work hard and you have a triple digit iq and that's about it like you don't really know what you're doing you don't really know what you're not prepared to work right exactly um coming out of college and 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 i felt like that so much in engineering because we were using tools from the 80s like when we were using oscilloscopes from the 80s that were like so old and out of date they're like uh, they're they essentially like 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 a tool that reads signals right like that reads input right yeah um, and and displays a waveform um but did you get a little closer oh yeah sorry there you go uh, yeah I'm gonna be screaming into the mic in a second I just
0: watch your uh I just watch your.
1: I don't know how loud yeah, the, you're talking. Yeah, the waveform, yeah. Yeah,
0: and it just goes a little quiet when oh, you gotcha. back off.
1: Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> I'm a spaz here, so I'll move around quite I a feel bit.
0: like I'm so fucking paranoid about the audio, and I need to shut up about it, and I'm really sorry. It's been
1: fine on the other podcast. Like You can tell when you step away from the Thank mic, you. but it's been, it's been good. I did say, like, fucking
0: let me know if it's not bad, yeah. and I'll shut up. Sorry to oscilloscopes. Go on. Oh, no,
1: you're fine. I, it's just I, I feel like a lot of the stuff I, – I, I was kind of offended at ASU when we were going there because the tuition is so – Incredibly high and I'm like where where exactly is this going to because I see a lot of um, uh, I saw the sports facility get updated. I saw the football stadium get updated and I see this engineering building Where there's tools that are 40 years old Um, We had for my senior capstone project we were doing something with a high voltage generator that was made in the 70s and it kept breaking And, and our you know instructor would be like well you know, we can't really have anybody repair it, you know, because no one knows uh, where to find the manual for this thing because it's oh four, 40 God. years old and we don't have the money to buy a new one. So it's just like, well, you guys can try to poke around and see if you can, you I know, you know,
0: the engineering t- school is that outdated down here. A lot
1: a lot of it is. I mean, may- that was just EE. So maybe the mechanical engineering is better. Maybe the other schools are, are better than that. But it felt maybe. pretty out of date.
0: And then and then you should have came to NAU, bro.
1: Yeah. They're, they're, yeah, they're they,
0: high tech. They stepped it up oh, quite nice. a bit in the last couple of years.
1: Oh, well, I graduated 2015. So maybe ASU is, is progressing. They just maybe. started a
0: new uh, school
1: of informatics and like uh, tr- turned this whole
0: building in. Like it was starting before I left. Yeah. And it was like, I just remember walking by and there's like rooms with drones in them and shit. Ooh, yeah. I and, wish. And like this badass tech that I was like, God damn it. Why am I not a student? I would fucking switch into this fucking program.
1: Yeah. I'd love to see that. We had, we had. 1970s high voltage generators and old oscilloscopes not not great tech and then and then i would see the silliest thing i don't know if you've you've seen this on campus uh anywhere um is the bike valets that was that was the thing that that kind of pissed me off a little bit when i'm look when i'm dealing with these old tools and i see people getting paid to watch bikes yep. they, they'll check in your bike and give you a claim yeah. ticket and there's oh, four insane. of them that, that kind of I kind of grinded my gears a little bit.
0: Oh yeah, no, I agree. The budget shit is off, and they're they're renovating the stadium again. Yeah, that's they're, all I saw. That's the only update up. I saw. They're building this whole uh, the a mall area around there. Um, they're going to open the stadium for 365 days a year for public use, uh, so it's not wasted and empty. Yeah. for half the year, uh, it's it's pretty it's pretty mind blowing. They're uh, the you know where the tram goes, the light rail yeah. in campus. Mm-hmm. That's where I they're used to park. They're putting that right underground. There. And it's going to run through a building. Okay. They're building a new building over that area. Hmm. It's pretty nuts. There's like a 10-year overhaul of ASU going on right now.
1: And none of it. None of it's for for Goldwater Center. It's yeah. All, <laughs> it's Sorry, <all> man.
0: <laughs> I don't want to get off topic, though. Uh, we were talking... Um, jobs, though. So yep. I have this idea. Do you care if I smoke while we're No, 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 you're fine. All right. We're gonna yeah, going to keep it. You're not going to trigger me. <laughs> <laughs> don't get triggered, bro. Um. But so uh, my, like, whole thing, and I think I've heard definitely people say shit like this and, like, different ideas. But, like, I think it's genuinely possible to Mm -hmm. overhaul education and Mm -hmm. mix it with the job force. Yeah. And make companies align with public education institutions. And I think it could really help overhaul public education and make it more valuable over private education, which is fucking ripping people off insanely Mm -hmm. on tuition dollars Mm -hmm. and they're just fucking reaping the benefits from all this fucking uh, political bullshit that they align with like Betsy DeVos and her fucking bullshit private education campaign no thanks yeah Um, but I think it, it could genuinely get to a point where only so many many people are allowed to get a degree in a year like you know you have to apply to your engineering program yeah And you're, okay, we got asked by GE, IBM, whatever, for so many jobs for the graduating class of 2015 for electrical engineering. Yep. We can fill 20 spots.
1: I think that would be better.
0: We're accepting 20 students into the program. It was a little oversaturated. And then like your last year is you go work for them. Mm -hmm. Like that is your capstone.
1: Yeah. I think that would be a lot more beneficial. Yeah.
0: And like maybe it can be paid. Maybe they give you a free apartment or something for the year. Companies like that could for sure afford it.
1: Yeah. I mean but it's, then it's worthwhile you, for the recruiting. I can't see I couldn't see why not. You
0: finish your education, you get a job, uh when you finish, you're already a year into the job. Mm-hmm. You have experience and then day one of your job, you're ready to go. Yep. You're not in training, you're not anything, you're just fully ready to go a year in, have all your access to all the systems. Done. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I don't feel like that's unrealistic to expect. No. With all these fucking companies like Apple and fucking Google, like uh Amazon's opening that new fucking headquarters wherever. Mm. It is not unrealistic to fucking partner with a school like that.
1: It's mutually beneficial. I couldn't I couldn't see why you wouldn't for all job ranges. Mm -hmm.
0: You can't tell me they don't hire office people.
1: Yeah, and yeah, in finance, you know, if Merrill Lynch decided to do that here with um, exactly the, the ASU finance, I, I forget what their business school is called.
0: Oh, I have no idea. Yeah, but
1: you you would think you would want to do that, right? You just just to partner with him here because that's just on site recruiting. It's so easy to move into that, and and I, I feel like that the, it needs to be overhauled and or at least make it more worth your money um, yeah. because and i'm not I, saying that's the answer i'm just saying that's like that's one an idea. answer yeah i i don't think that's a terrible idea at all uh, but what you said about how expensive it is i talked to my dad who is turning 69 this year and uh he went to college at san diego state in the late 60s early 70s and his tuition I, if i recall correctly for a full semester was two hundred dollars or so right so if you we could google that right now yeah with inflation that's maybe a thousand dollars tops 500 bucks something like that so we're paying 10 times as much per semester as he was to get that college degree what was the year yeah he uh started well he's 1949 so he would have started in 67 uh and then went to 71 at san diego state so it's just to me he said it was around $200 I think for with without the door with with tuition and books uh the
0: medium annual income for a man in 1971
1: was $6,000 yeah and he paid he paid for for school working at Safeway right which is impossible now
0: no way your dad worked at Safeway yeah
1: he, yeah, he had jack in the box like Safeway a fist bump on yeah. that one
0: <laughs> my mom works at Safeway yeah my dad um my dad worked at Safeway, my parents met there. Nice. And um I was I was a Safeway kid, man. My I grew up in the back in the back of Safeway. Yeah. I remember having memories of like the coolers and shit. Yeah, he
1: was he was stocking overnight, I I believe, and then he was going for he originally for mathematics and then he switched to health physics. Yeah, my uh, dad is, went
0: to NAU while he was working at Safeway. Nice.
1: Yeah, so so, so when once he graduated, it's just like he's not in crippling financial aid debt. You know, that's, that's um, not, you can't go bankrupt. Uh, like, I don't know terribly too much about that, but I, I, from what I understand, you can't qualify that as, as bankruptcy. Uh, so you're just locked into that FAFSA debt.
0: Yeah, absolutely. It says the average four year public tuition, and I don't know, this could be off, mm-hmm. uh, in 1971
1: was $2,400. Oh, that's, yeah, that's not what he told me. For four me. years. Hmm but maybe, that would be maybe.
0: that would be 600 a semester. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Oh, for 4 years. Oh, okay, yeah. That was for over 4 years. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so yeah, that that's that's a kind of it's a on par with he what he said. Yeah.
0: I mean, and this is average, so this is probably average is like the super MIT expensive and, ones yeah, all Harvard the way to and the cheapest. Yeah. So that makes sense. But yeah, no, um education is is insanely expensive and you don't get anything out of it anymore other than some experiences some people you meet and maybe if you study the right thing, you can get a job. Yeah. But it's not, it's not, it's not what it used to be. It's not cheap. Mm. It's not affordable. People can't pay for an entire education anymore by
1: working at Safeway or working at Safeway, you know? Yeah. Just a
0: part-time job. It's not possible anymore. You
1: kind of have to have, you, you go into debt here or, or have your parents save for you forever from the time you're 10, you know, to, to be able to get through college. Yeah.
0: Do you see my lighter or somewhere? Uh fucking not fucking
1: I ready. I got lucky cuz the the job that I work at had had tuition reimbursement here and they would do up to 5 grand a year. So it's just like essentially a a semester paid. Thank goodness.
0: That is dope. Yeah,
1: other yeah, otherwise it would oof, it just I can I couldn't imagine. Um
0: What the fuck, crypto? Oh no. Jesus. Fucking dog. <laughs> um yeah, back then, I mean, you could work just part time, doing whatever, and pay for education, yeah. and it was it was no problem. Maybe
1: take out a small loan, but not not oh, something that's I don't gonna even think, follow you until you're seventy five. I
0: don't even think people like needed even to worry about that back then. It yeah. was like if you're going to college, you're gonna work hard and you're gonna have a job and you're gonna pay for it, yeah. and it's it's gonna be fine. And I was reading this article that's like something like. It said something like thirty percent of millennials live at home. Yeah, still, mm-hmm. and it's like the article purely blamed the job market. And I, think, I, 100% I think I saw that the agree. other day.
1: Agree. Yeah, it was. It was like uh, they they said that parents would be paying your mobile phone bill until you, well, and well into your forties, and yeah. and you'd be living with them well into your thirties because there's just no way for you to go.
0: Well, and and if you get an education, yeah, it, it gets even worse because it's like, hey. Start paying that loan back, yeah, buddy. Yeah, it's time, and that And you're like, time. no, dude, I didn't even get a job yet. I got to make a $300 payment a month? Mm.
1: Yeah, yeah sorry.
0: Did you not, you didn't read that fine print? 25 18, years of payments? Yeah. Or 10 years of payments, depending on what you want to do. Like,
1: that turns into 25, 30, 40 yeah. years.
0: It's like, start giving us the money, man. Sorry. And you're like, uh, how do I pay rent? And mm-hmm. my car bill for the, the car my parents bought me when I graduated. Yeah. You don't, and like you know, shit like that. It's like, what? Like, what am I supposed to do, man? Well, I guess I'm moving back home with my parents, yeah. so I don't pay rent, and then I can pay my student loans. <laughs> and it, it, it's mind blowing. Like, what are you gonna do? I I can't imagine. How are people gonna fucking? How are people gonna survive, like long term? Like, I don't like if the job market doesn't change.
1: Mm-hmm. I think I think I I really like that idea that you proposed here. If really. Uh, cause it's, it's, it's hard to get the private sector to do something like that really to change, oh, yeah. to, to overhaul like that. But if, if you have them working hand in hand with school, that, that's an easy recruitment policy, right? You know, the talent that you're getting because they've worked with you for so long and, and you, you know, they're ready to perform as soon as they graduate.
0: Yeah. And I mean, treat them like, treat it like a real job. Yeah. If they suck for a year, fire them. Fire yeah. It's a real job. Like make them earn it. Like it's a normal thing. Like that happens all the time. Kids graduate and get a job and then they suck ass and they get fired. Yep. I've seen that happen. <laughs> That's like, my big hey, why job not?
1: security is like my biggest fear.
0: Right. I'm going to fucking open that window. Oh, you're cool. Keep talking.
1: Okay. Oh, keep riffing. Yeah. I, I mean, to me, uh, just, uh, I, I'm really terrified about job security. That's why I'm crying. I'm, I'm really kind of scared about switching careers right now at this point. Cause I want to utilize my degree. Right. But I also don't want to get in that uh, the the shark infested waters of the unknown, right? Because I'm really comfortable yeah. right now, but I, I want to do more. I want I want to have more of a purpose, which I don't feel my job currently does. Right. I feel like we're that. That's another thing I aligned with you on your first podcast. I feel like a lot of our generation is kind of aimless because we were told that, you know, there's there's this magical mystery tour that you can you can experience once you graduate college, and it really is a lot harder to get into that, right? And it's a lot. It's so difficult it's to get a faith.
0: job without experience, yep. and a lot of people don't understand that. Like, I tell people all the time, the only reason I have my entire career is because I started working part time at a community college when I was 17. Because uh, my my buddy's mom called me, and uh, she knew I just dropped out of school, knew I got a GED, knew I was enrolling. And uh, she needed a new, like, part-time, like, 10-hours-a-week yeah. office worker. And I was like, yeah, I can Why do not? that yeah. for sure. Can you open that door? Here you go, bud. Uh, thanks, man. Oh, it wasn't locked. And, um... Oh, you can leave it open. Oh. Um, It's a podcast. It's real, people. We're just living. Hey. We're just hanging out. Um... But so she offered me this job doing financial aid at the community college, just like, you know, part time. And it was fine for me at the time. And I learned a lot. I genuinely did. Like I learned the ins and outs of financial aid, how people got it, the different types, loans, grants, all that shit, you know, interest rates, blah, 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 whatever. But I did that for a year and a half while I uh, attended that community college. I never wanted to work at financial aid again. I didn't care about it. But then I started looking for full-time jobs at NAU after I graduated. Because I realized pretty quick into living there and and getting close to graduating that I was going nowhere fast. I didn't have money to move out of Flagstaff. I didn't know where I was going to go, where I was going to live, where I was going to get a job. Like I knew I wasn't going to move to Hollywood. I got a film degree. Yep. I knew I wasn't going to move to Hollywood and become like a filmmaker and struggle overnight. Yeah. I had a dog, you know, like there wasn't a whole lot for me to do. Like it was get a full time job and pay your bills. Yeah, And that's what I did. That's the reality. But I started looking for jobs and there's fucking nothing. But financial aid was hiring and I had a year and a half of financial aid experience. Yeah. And that got me in the door full time doing financial aid. And if I didn't have that year and a half of experience that I didn't want to begin with, mm-hmm. I wouldn't have got my first full time no job. Foot, no
1: foot in the door, yeah. No,
0: because everything else I did as a student worker didn't apply to do that shit. Yeah. I did IT stuff. I uh, I worked in the IT lab and fixed computers like laptops and stuff, antivirus shit, stuff like that, you know? And like, but I didn't get a degree in IT. So I wasn't qualified what, for yeah, IT you're jobs. Not qualified, yeah. So just like a couple years in a computer lab didn't qualify me for IT. But my year and a half of experience from five years prior to graduating worked out and got me my foot in the door. And then I moved up from financial aid to doing communications to becoming a business analyst. And now I'm a business analyst still. And all my other job experience definitely helped. Like knowing computers and all that helped me doing business analyst work. Yep. But I would have never got my full-time job without that fucking year of financial aid. I
1: I don't think that's stressed enough here because that didn't come up until literally my capstone year when we were going through our senior design projects. It's like you really need to make sure you struggle hard and and get work on-site work experience. It's like, well, that probably should have been something that we discussed four years ago because now I have no relevant work experience. I'm going to come out of here and have no prospects at all.
0: And honestly, like I don't know your situation, but in my opinion, a lot of kids don't have the option to get, work experience doing what they want they just take a shitty job yeah if they're working through college and paying that like i was paying my rent i was paying the tuition that my uh that my loans didn't cover on like credit cards and shit like i was just doing whatever i could like i remember multiple semesters i charged every one of my college textbooks on a credit card yeah and i mean that's not cheap no for people who haven't been to college like i'm charging eight hundred dollars worth of books on a credit card yeah and I'm working a job where I make $1,000 a month. So I was not yeah, paying that shit pay off. That off. So I'm still paying it off today. And it's just like, it's crazy, you know, but it's like, I did what I had to do. And a lot of kids, I don't think have the ability to just go get an internship No, or like work for free somewhere.
1: No, I that's, that was my problem is, is that every go work for free somewhere. Yeah. Every, every job uh, or every kind of work experience that I could get in college was an internship. So I, I would have to take time out of my schoolwork right here to go work for free and then not have any kind of compensation to pay the rent. Right. And how crazy is that? It's not feasible. No. You're going to go work for free somewhere and
0: use your free time like no i can't You don't I, have free time i don't time have as a any free time student. yeah
1: like, i'm i'm constantly studying or doing or doing homework and then the time that i have available here i have to work to be able to pay the bills so
0: yeah and that's what bothers me when people are like is college really that much harder today than it was back then like i have people say that to me still like i got a degree you know i'm 40 whatever yeah is it really that much different it's like uh yeah it fucking is it's a little bit yeah no it is it is. That's the reality of it. It is. There's fucking tens of thousands more of us trying to get the same fucking degrees. Mm-hmm.
1: It's oversat it's very oversaturated. That's how I felt in engineering. Because that's engineering. what you have to
0: do, right? Like, it's Massive like you classes. have to do it. Like you have to get a degree. That's what they say. But back then like all those 40-year-olds weren't competing with the entire rest of the population. Yeah. Like they were the they were the minority at the time getting degrees in college before computers existed. Before fucking uh, Google existed, like, it's like they had it way different. It was not the same. And people are like, is it more stressful? It's like, I don't know if it's more stressful. I don't know. How do you judge that? Like, is life more stressful? Then, yeah, probably. If you could say that, if it's 2018 and life is arguably more stressful than it was in 1970, then, yeah, Mm -hmm. it probably is harder for kids now. Because it is more stressful. But that's what a lot of people talk about, too. Is like, yeah, it's like more expensive, but is it really that much harder? I'm like, I think it is. I don't know, because I wasn't back then. Yeah. It's hard, hard it to is. say. You know? I don't know. It's like, I don't know. I was
1: waiting for a lull. I warned you about this. After I have to pause for a moment. Why? Oh, my child sized bladder.
0: Oh, you're fine. I'll be back. Keep riffing. I'll go for it. Well, he's peeing. Anyways, what's up, everybody? Uh, Hit me up on Twitter at MIAZ Podcast. Um, Follow me on Instagram if you want. Jeremy Cox, if you can find me. Uh, Doing another podcast here tomorrow with Dan Sassine. Pretty psyched about it. Uh, Dan is a former military member and in the fire academy. Down here in Phoenix Uh, So we're going to talk about that shit And whatever else Maybe this new gun debate and shit Uh, We'll figure it out Anyways Getting there